today on The Breakdown. They tried to shut me down. They didn't want me to talk about certain things, but they can't stop me. They said, talk about hedge fund managers. But I'm not going to talk about hedge fund managers. I'm not going to keep the truth from you people. The truth is this. We're doing a cash game hand with Johnson. He was a world champion. You may remember him. He's done very well for himself. And lots of money goes in. Not going to lie. We're playing 5,100 on Live at the Bike. He's going to have, well, he might have a tough spot. He might have a tough decision. Maybe not. But there's going to be at least one or two unconventional plays in this hand. And a lot, lot of money is going to take place. <laughs> what does that mean? Let's get to it right now on The Breakdown with Grant Dennison and Jonathan Levy. I wonder what the the average psychoanalyst would profile you as if they were given your entire library of openings that you've done for this show. They just get to listen to all of the openings and nothing else that you've ever said. Well, what do you think they their upshot of their analysis would be? I mean, I'm probably the worst person to ask, right? Like, yeah, I'm, I'm just, in it. I, but you're the only. I person think they here. would say. I think they would say. Uh, I'm not the only person here. You are here as well. Yeah, my opinion doesn't matter. Why not? You're the one. You're the you're the viewer. I'm not the opening guy. That's true. I'm the opening guy. Um, I think they would say that I am uh, flighty, funny, spontaneous, and uh, courageous. About which things would they diagnose you with? <laughs> um, that is a tougher. How can you know the guy who says he's crazy is the least likely to be crazy, right? Isn't that what they say? So like that I makes can't, plenty of sense. So I can't call myself crazy. So someone else has to do it. So what what do you think that guy would diagnose me with? Because you're talking about an outside viewer. No, I'm not like talking an outside about outside an opinion. I'm not saying an outside one, opinion. I'm not saying one psychoanalyst. I'm saying the entire pool in the world of psychoanalysts. What what's the upshot of what they call I, Yeah, I still have no sense of it. I'm in this. What do you think? I would guess Thank you. that they would think that you were in the manic phase of manic depression. Really? Yeah. So manic phase is like, that's the good part, right? Yeah, yeah. You're having like good times. Yeah. Oh, that's possible. I could basically be having a, like a lifelong manic phase. I, actually, it's pretty much what's going yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't sound crazy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's not true, though, because like, I was not got too deep into it. I, I was a psychology major in college, but like, oh, boy. the manic phase of manic depression is like, it's, you would never have your down days where you like, don't want to do anything. You'd be ambitious all the time. You'd yeah. be like, I, I'm going to accomplish all of my goals and you'd actually set out to do them, which, you know, as a group, you and I don't necessarily do. <laughs> we have goals that we don't necessarily like follow through on. I'm just amazed that I did that opening and this is the direction we went in. I just thought yeah. we were going, I was pretty sure you were going to say, you're going to point out that what I said at the end was a lot of money is going to take place. Yeah. And I thought that was going to be the whole, op- the whole <laughs> no, like, no, that's response. Just standard lovey stuff. <laughs> a lot of money is going to take place. Right now in the breakdown. The thing is, they tried to make you not talk about hedge fund managers. Right. But that was kind of like, don't, don't think about pink elephants. And I uh, guess what happened? You talked about hedge fund managers. Barely. You mentioned you, them. You know who they is, by the way, right? Yeah, it's the uh, deep state. It's Grant Dennison. Yeah. You're the one who said, don't talk about it. If anybody's wondering who the deep state is, that'd be me. Yeah. 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 Grant literally said, as I hit record, don't talk about hedge fund managers. Can you believe him? Censoring me! I said, do talk about hedge fund managers. Oh, all right. You said, don't talk about other stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I sort of did, and I sort of didn't talk about the other stuff. Right? Yeah. 
I like I treaded into it a little bit. Basically, just the money. Part. Yeah, essentially, what what happened here was. <laughs> Jonathan is trying to find a spark for his opening. He's trying to find, yeah. like, this is the inside baseball of how this works. Sometimes he just goes and he just says whatever comes out of his mouth. That's correct. This time he didn't know what to say. So he's like, how much are they playing for? Yeah. What are the stakes? And I was like, well, it's not really the highest stakes we've ever done. It's 5,100. And Johnson has, like, 13,000 in front of him. And, he's, and I was like, so just don't talk about the money. Talk about hedge fund managers. And I couldn't believe he and then dared to say then he that. recorded. <laughs> <laughs> so I had something. That was my spark, was you trying to hold me right. down. That was the spark. Yeah. And the reason I said talk about hedge fund managers is because, at least according to Jonathan, mm, yeah. which is my only source I haven't researched uh, it at all, Johnson's opponent in the hand is a hedge fund manager. Yeah, that may not be true. I think he's a money guy. Okay. I don't know if he's actually a hedge, a hedge fund manager. He works in finance in some way. I'm pretty sure. He clearly has a lot of money. Um, he plays... How, I mean, how much does he have in front of him in this hand? 160K like, and yeah. 5,100. So he's Garrett Adelstein, Adelsteining it? Yeah, sure. He's Garrett, Garrett he's Garretting yeah, Andy, Andy, who's also at the table, has over 100K also. There you go. But like, and I will say that, um, so he's a, he's a money guy to some degree. He works in finance, we're almost sure. And he's the primary opponent in the hand, although he's not the only opponent in the hand. Yeah, the other guy's not going to matter. Well, maybe I mean, to he, some people. He adds money to the pot by being there. So that mattered, right? Yeah. So when you say he didn't it's going to enrich one of these two players, yeah, maybe uh, maybe someone's one of these two players' ch- child will need a kidney surgery, and you know they wouldn't be able to afford it, but this extra money saves the child's life. So when you when you say that player doesn't matter, do you really mean that, Grant? Yes. <laughs> Good answer. I had to think about it. Yeah, no, I, I appreciate that. Yeah. I appreciate that. Okay, well, so Johnson won the world championship recently. We think 2018. It's possible it's 2017. We but could easily look this up. But we're not, we're not do that. Go- I think it's Blumstein, Sin, Ensign. I'm pretty, pretty sure about that. I think you're right. I think you're right, in fact. I'm yeah. going to go with that. Blumstein, Sin, Ensign. In fact, you're right. You know, the last time we did a John Sinhan, what we did was we ranked the most recent 10 main event oh, champions yeah. and came to the conclusion that they were far more impressive than we thought they would be yeah. upon deeper investigation. Yeah, there was like one or two... Winners there's, who were sort of like meh. there's Quee win, you know. yeah, okay, that counts as right. a meh. No and, offense, and San is like maybe a meh. Can't really. I mean, it's hard to make him too much he's of been, a meh. He's been pretty successful and stuff. It's just like his individual decisions seem sometimes odd, but he's very successful. I mean, you know, like doing different stuff than everyone else is not necessarily a bad thing at the highest levels, you know, at the higher levels. Yeah. You know, it's like as long as you know why you're doing. It. I was even saying this to you before we started recording. I was watching um, the 25k buy-in final table that's happening as we record this. Mm-hmm on Poker Go, and uh, Ali Imshirovic is playing, and he's doing some stuff that my, my soul like is like, that is, no, don't do that. But he's the number one ranked GPI player in the world. Yeah, he knows something. He's not like on a little hot streak. He's been doing this for like two or three years straight, basically, just doing fabulously against the toughest competition in the world at the highest buy-ins. So, my, so what I, so I'm like saying to myself as I'm watching is, it's not that he's doing it wrong. It's that you don't understand it. You should try and figure out why what he's doing is right. Yeah. Because that's almost certainly the case, at least right now. You probably don't feel as strongly about that with Ensan as you do with Ali, though. That is true. Yeah. That is true. But he's shown it. He's had enough success that I think we should be open to that there's more going on than, you know, than seems to be. Like, he benefits, I think, from his, from his image yeah. as well. Right. Um, yeah, but just the upshot of the, when we had that discussion about the last 10 main event winners yeah. is... When going into it, it was Johnson hand. I was expecting Johnson would be in like the top or second tier of the winners as far as skill, in my opinion. And it ended up he was more in the bottom tier, yeah. which surprised me because there's just a lot of really good players who've won. Um, I don't think Joe Cat is included. I think he's too far back, but like that's a really impressive player. You know, you got your McKee Hens. 
Yeah, yeah, McKean, who's the number two ranked GPI yeah. player right now, by the way. Um, you've got your Duhamels. Yeah, Ryan Reese. He's very good. Yeah, Ryan Reese is really, really good. Uh, Martin Jacobson is really good. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's tough. Yeah, Greg Merson. I don't know. Maybe he's in the bottom tier, but I'm not sure. He was, like, really good at the time. I, I my, my instinct says he's better than John Sin, but I don't actually know what I'm yeah. talking about, you know? Blumstein and Sinner, I feel like, are in the same category. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I might take Sin. I think I would take Sin over Blumstein, actually. Because Blumstein since, might be near the bottom, near yeah. the very bottom. Sin actually got 11th, like, two years prior. Exactly. Right? And Blumstein had that thing the year after he won, which I think the year Sin won, yeah. where he was so nervous about being the world champion that he felt he played really badly, which yeah. to me is like, I don't know. I don't, I mean, I can't, I haven't been in those shoes, but that's super weird to me. Like, this is the event you already won millions of dollars in. Like, who, you, you were on TV and all that stuff, and now you're worried that you have to, like, maintain, you can't bust early, you can't make a dumb mistake, and everyone will kill you for it. Like, who cares, man? Like, I mean, that's, that's an emotional thing that you have to overcome if you are one, if you want to be consistently exactly. winning in these spots. Exactly. So, it doesn't mean he's technically bad. Of course not, yeah. but that stuff matters it in does. terms of your decision making. And that it's not a put down on him so much as like if I have to rank them, though, I'd put Sin ahead of him because I don't believe Sin's doing yeah, that. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. That yeah. makes sense to me. I mean, look, I'm not saying I wouldn't feel the same way if I was Blumstein. You know, I, right. don't, I don't think I would, but. As a poker guy, I remember when I was playing in the main event, really not wanting to be put on the TV table, being like... Because you always analyze people's hands. Exactly. I'm like, want... the solve for why guys are going to kill me. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, especially those guys, yeah. Yeah, but in general, like, I just, like, I don't want that. So, um, so I sort of understand that piece of it. But as Blumstein, where you'd already been... Every hand you played for the last, like, 20 hours of the World Series main event was on TV anyway. You know, it just seems... Less, it's surprising to me that that would then be a thing. I would walk in feeling all peacocky and be like, who cares if I do something you think it's wrong? I'm the world champ, bitch. You know, like, you're wrong. Like, and who cares if I'm wrong? I got millions. That's how I would feel, I think. But again, it's not easy to say how you'd feel until you're there. Because also people think like, if I was rich, I'd be happy. And it turns out most rich people are not happy. Yeah. So there's that. That is, that is true. We were right about the order. I looked it up. Oh, good. That feels great. Who won the year before Blumstein? Can you see that easily? Yeah, that's Quiwin. Really? Yeah. All right, give me, give me the last. Let's just work, us, work our way backward for a few of them. Let's hear, let's hear All a few right, more. All right, so winners. let's start in 20, 2009. Okay, because Kata, is yeah. that why? You had to include him. Kata, Duhamel, Heinz. Heinz is tough to rank because he quit soon after. Yes, P.S. Heinz. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Greg Merson, Ryan Reese, Jacobson, McKeehan, and then the guys we talked about. Jeez, that is an incredible group. Yeah, I think the reason we probably had this idea that they were not that good is that the like the Ots winners were like some yes, of them were like were... that guy. What really? Yeah, like you know Chris Moneymaker, Jerry Robert, Yang, Robert Varconi. Uh, I mean Chris Moneymaker way better than Varconi and Jerry Yang, for example. Yeah, uh, like Jamie Gold. Right. Yeah, like right? a lot of guys who just were never anything again. Like the guys who were actually pros who won in the Ots were, if you include Joe Cata. Sure. It's Joe Cata. Joe Hashem. Uh, was he actually a pro? Uh, he, he was, was like barely a pro. I he wasn't not, a serious. He was not, not a serious. I'm not going to count him. Greg Raymer. He was like a yeah, cash it's, it's game. Greg Raymer, Peter Eastgate, and Joe Joe Cata. Right. And yeah. Carlos Mortensen won in 2001. Wow. Yeah, and like if you look at the body of work that those guys have had versus the uh, the the guys who in the teens, yeah. it's really not close. It just shows the poker's gotten harder. I yeah. think there's. It's like you actually have to be one of the better players to to navigate these fields now. I guess that seems to be true. I mean, the fact that Joe McKeon right now, as we record this, is number two on the GPI is kind of incredible to me. I know he's good, but that's kind of amazing. He's, yeah. I mean, like, I I thought he played well in his main event. I yeah. didn't really think he would be able to sustain such a high level of success and actually, like, elevate himself. I thought he played well, too, but I thought he played, like, well. Like, but I didn't, I mean, he had the big chip lead for, for all the main event, like, yeah. the, the last day or so, right? But um, he just played, like, 
pot controlly, smart, careful poker well, against, for the most part. Against those players, that was probably the right idea. I'm not saying it wasn't, but I'm saying it wasn't like he did things at the time any of there. I was like, what? Wow. Yeah. You know, and then it, but here we are, and clearly he's got all the chops. He's kind of like quietly one of the best tournament players in the world. Yes. You don't really think about it, but he really is one of the best. I really don't think about it, but, but yeah, he's number two. It's pretty G- cool. GPI style. I mean, like, Maybe the best. There's so many guys who could be the best. It could be Jao Vieira. Right? We did that of hand course. with Jao Vieira. Then was like, maybe it's Jao Vieira. Right. I think to be the number one GPI person, you generally have to really try because you have to play a lot of tournaments. It's like it's like trying to win the World Series of Poker yes. Player of the Year thing. It's almost impossible not to do it if you're not trying. It's yeah. possible, but it's hard. Yeah. Um, so it's probably the case here too. Right. But still, there's a lot of guys trying. Yeah. So very impressive for McKeon. It's, it's been you know six years is a long time in poker. So obviously mm. he's evolving his game with the, with poker. Sure. Sure. Anyway, we got John Sin here. He's only had three years. Yep. And here he is playing. Not afraid to be on TV. Not afraid to be on TV. Not afraid to make difficult decisions and maybe unpopular decisions. Let's find out. Like, he, he decided that the tax rate for everybody should be 100%. And that's fine. 100%. 100% tax rate for everybody. Nobody gets any money. <laughs> no matter what you do. He doesn't care that it's an unpopular decision. It's a weird, it's a weird decision, though, because then, like, why would anyone ever work? Oh, because John Sin's going to make you. Oh, you have to work. Yeah, John Sin will... So, you, stuff to you. so this is slavery. Yeah. Okay. John Sin. Pro-slavery. Yeah. Wow. It's unpopular. <laughs> but he doesn't care because he knows it's right. Yeah. For the John Sins of the world. I hope the John Sins of the world who are listening to this show, if indeed Johnson is listening, knows that we're joking. Yeah, I think he probably he will. He must, right? Yeah. Because, you know, I got a little, if he doesn't a little know inflammatory there for a second. If he doesn't know we're joking, we might end up with another Matt Berkey scenario. Bring it on! We like feuds. Yeah. Although John Sin seems like a nice yeah, guy. Yeah, he does. But anyway. Matt Berkey is a nice guy, actually, by the way. So uh, you, can get, you can get feuded with by a nice guy. Yeah, that's true. It just depends like on how... Like Phil Hellmuth. Everyone agrees. One of the nicest guys oh, yeah. in poker. Right. Always, always feuding with us. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, was, we won't get into a Hellmuth thing. Oh, you're, is that what you were doing? You were like, subs- yeah. you're like pushing it back down. Speaking you're about to of, go there. Speaking of goats, Casper Quack suggested this. What? Again. Yeah. You know what? Every moment, it feels like the, the statue... It's not really a statue. Sorry. The... The granite, the relief, it's visage the, it's, of it's, of Castro Quack's yeah. face, the relief. Is that yeah. what you said? Is that what it's called? I think it would be a relief. I don't. There's not that many Mount Rushmores in the world that that type of. There's there's one I think. Yeah, but there's not that type of that type of art doesn't exist that frequently, yeah. right? Yeah. But like a relief is is when there's something carved into a stone, oh. into stone. Okay. Right. It's not an entire sculpture. Oh, cool. But, it, but Mount Rushmore is kind of in between the two because there's more of a forming of the actual body of the stone to to shape the heads, whereas mm-hmm. a relief is usually like indents that create a picture, you know? So it's, I see. it's hard to know if it's a sculpture or a relief. Wow. Well, let's let our audience get on that and let us know. Somebody will tag your tweets. Yeah. Definitely tag your tweets. I was going to say, though, that, that whatever it is, the visage of Castro Quack hardens on there. Like, it's getting that much harder to, to replace it with yeah. a different face as he continues to deliver no incredible suggestions. you throw on the face, it still just remains. Yeah, he's like Two-Face. He's still halfway there. He's still... Yeah, of course, exactly. And now he wants to kill everyone. So the next... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> right, of course. <laughs> so the next uh, croissants versus English muffins is obviously going to be sculptures versus reliefs. You're probably a big relief guy, I'm going to guess. I'm a big relief guy. Yeah, I, I'm going to say sculptures are clearly it's better. It's really stupid of you. And I, I could do a whole thing, but let's, just like Phil Homie, let's not get into it now. Okay. Let's get into the hand. There'll be many more podcasts to really elucidate on... The sculptures versus sculpture relief. Versus relief. Be, I mean, I have Michelangelo's David. What do you have? You, don't even, you can't even name a relief. Unbelievable. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. Casper Quack suggested on Twitter. We are the poker guys on Twitter. 
include a YouTube link or whatever type of link and timestamp it. Okay. Just a hand. Cool. All right. World champion John Sin has $13,300 in front of him. 5,100 game, live with the bike. He's yep. under the gun. He's got Queen Jack off. He's going to open to 300. A little loose. Beep, beep, beep. <laughs> my looseness detector, my spew <laughs> detector is going off already. Yeah. He must not think much of these players. That must be the case. And in fact, there may be a reason as we see almost immediately what happens next. Yeah, the, the first player to call is on the button, a guy named Dan, who we don't know who it is, but he's got King 7 of spades. And he's just going to call. I mean. So that may be a reason to open lots. Because players are going to do stuff like that. King seven is ahead of Queen Jack right now. I mean, you are on the button, and you know it's a cash game where you're sort of deepish, but this can't be a good play, no. right? This just can't be like, especially when he's opening under the gun, where the suited things that he's opening with. I mean, I guess he's opening Queen X suited some a few a few Queen X suited Maybe Queen down ten to and Queen, queen Jack. Nine. Maybe Queen nine suited even. But most of the suited things he's opening are going to be all the. He's probably opening all the suited aces. Yeah. So if if you get into the thing where you've got the second out flush. And he's putting a lot of money in. You're screwed. Right. Like, there's just no reason to call this. There is not. Except that you're here to play. Right. Which is, you know, a lot of people are... I'm glad those guys exist, right? Exactly. It's fine. How are we all making our money? Yeah. Um, But speaking of making money... Uh Uh-oh. Double M. Maybe that's what that stands for. Making Making money. money. Oh, I hope it is. Yeah. This guy goes by double M. Could be money manager. That's boring. Yeah. Making manager. He's got 160k in front of him, so he likes to show off that he makes money. Well, if he's if he's trying to stay as deep as Andy, yeah, that might be it. Andy's yeah. got around 100k. Yes, is directly on maybe he won a big pot or something. Yeah. Also, and here we are. Sure, could be that. You'd have to buy in for like you'd have to be running real good to have bought in for what John Sin probably bought in oh, for. I'm okay. sure Double N bought in for whatever Andy had, yeah. right? Or vice versa, right? They know they're both going to be there trying to play really deep against each other, and also, you know, these guys clearly like. I think there's an intimidation factor right. with the stacks being like that. So you know more about this double M guy than I do. You, Very little. He's a presumed finance guy. You seem to think he at least knows what he's doing despite being an amateur. At least to some degree, okay. I should say. I don't know. I mean, I've, this is the only hand I've ever seen him play, but I saw him talking to another player from Live at the Bike about a hand that they played. And the way he talked to the player led me think that he's... He's by no means like a, a, a green amateur at all. Like he can hold his own at He's least. He's not in, calling King Seven Suit on the button, probably. Um, my guess is he isn't. Okay. I could be wrong about even that though, because yeah. this is literally the only hand I've seen him play. Right. Okay. Anyway, that's who we're dealing with. Probably a competent amateur is a, who has a lot of money. Sounds good. Making money, double M. Making manager. He makes a very reasonable decision in the big blind. He calls with Ace Four of Hearts. Don't think you should do anything else. Nope. Doesn't seem like there's any reason to do anything else. The only reason to do something else is if you're caught up in that nitrogen glory. You're like, oh, baby, nitrogen sports. I'm so glad I used the link in the Poker Guys show notes when I signed <laughs> up for nitrogen sports. What a joy my life is now. Oh, shit. I might just clock out with Ace Four of Hearts. Sorry, guys. I was thinking about nitrogen sports. That's clock you, out, did you say? Because you're online. You mean like timeout? Yeah, you're online. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because clock out means like you leave your job. Right, whatever. You're clocking out because you're getting up from the table. You're like, I'm going to clock out from this game. Yeah, that's what people go say. Go play on Nitrogen Sports. <laughs> people use that expression. Because guess all what? The, time. the Poker Guys Monthly Tournament's coming up. Yeah. And I got to get in that, or else I'm basically an idiot. I'm basically. Like, I am the lowest of the low. I am the barnacle on the barnacle if I don't realize the value that I'm missing out on by not playing this tournament. <laughs> You don't like the barnacle on the barnacle? Yeah, it's like a hat on a hat. Yeah. <laughs> except it's worse. It's barnacle level stuff. Yeah. Nobody respects barnacles. Except for, you know. The barnacle on the barnacle marine respects. Marine biologists that. probably have some respect for barnacles. Yeah, I think like, you know, barnacles are the currency of the ocean, man. <laughs> you think a whale exists without a barnacle? I marine mean, biologist stoner, by the way, is what I'm going for. Those those exist. Of course they do. Okay. 
Why you're are you spend, angry? You're going to spend 90 hours a week on the ocean looking for a blowhole and not smoke a little... <laughs> sheesh. A little gotch. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying, man? Hey, it's legal in a bunch of this states, is man. This nitrogen sports poker ad, <laughs> obviously. Every month, they have a guaranteed overlay in this tournament I'm talking about. Yes. It's... Uh, they, they make sure there's money in the pot that they that's not put in by you. You know, they put extra in, like thousands of dollars. Yeah. It's a great expected value. Even marine biologists, even if you just took a little puff, it's worth going, signing up, playing the tournament. Incredibly well said. Thank you. Is that, that, that was a good ad, right? That was, a, that was one of the better ads. Okay, good. Talk about marine biologists more in the future. Stoned marine biologists. Those are the only ones I care about. Mm-hmm. Have you ever had a conversation with a sober marine biologist? Have I ever had Do a conversation? Do you think it would be fun? Has anyone ever had a conversation with a marine biologist? No, because nobody wants to. Yeah. They're like, oh, you're a marine biologist. And then you just don't say anything and just sort of stare at them. Yeah. And if they say something to you, you don't respond. No. Because then you're not having a conversation. You pretend they're a non-entity. Yeah. You don't, you, I see you, but I don't see you. Right. You know? Yeah. You're not. You're not the Navi. <laughs> 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 you know what I'm saying? Everything always comes back to Avatar. Of course. Why do you think James Cameron made it? That was the baseline for society. Yeah. I'm just saying, Christmas 2022, Avatar 2. It's underwater this time. We'll see you there. Get your tickets. Pre-order now on Are they going to bring back Regal.com. Are they going to bring back 3D for that? I'm sure they're going to bring back 3D for that. They haven't done 3D for so long. Yeah. And they didn't before either. Avatar started the whole thing up. And then it was four years of dumb 3D stuff. And I'm sure it's going to happen again. Do you think there will be 3D TVs once again on the market? Oh, I don't think so. They failed so badly. Yeah. (laughs) So, so badly. When they finally come up with a 3D TV where you don't need glasses and it just projects 3D stuff and you can just watch it from your couch, that will be a different kind of technology people will be interested in. But this, no one's going to care about. That seems pretty far away, probably. Yep. It feels pretty far. Anyway, wow! All of that said, here Johnson. we are. Johnson Johnson <laughs> is open under the gun with Queen Jack uh, offsuit. Double M called him the big one with Ace Four of Hearts. There's a garbage human in between. It won't matter. The pot is eleven hundred dollars. The flop is Five of Hearts, Jack of Hearts, Deuce of Hearts. Oh, Whoops. baby! That's pretty bad for Johnson. Maybe making money makes his money just by flopping the nuts with a redraw to the super nuts. And you know when your opponent, uh, your under the gun opponent, has top pair and what looks like a redraw with a, at least a reasonable kicker. Too. Yeah. Like, yeesh. King seven of spades, nowhere near this flop. Not going to matter. Nope. All right. Is there any any reason for money matters to bet here, just to lead? Um, it's not absolutely horrible to lead, I don't think. Um, since, uh, the fact that Sin opened on the gun makes me want to check. I just think he has a lot of bets here. Any jack, any overpair? He's probably checking. I don't know if, I don't know if he's betting all his overpairs. Yeah, that's... I like mean, his, his two black aces, is he betting? Often guys check here. Yeah, I agree. Actually, you're kind of arguing for a check or for a lead. In my yeah, I am. Right I am. Because I'm if, moving towards it. If he doesn't have a heart in his hand, is Sin ever betting? Maybe if he has Jack, 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 he's willing to bet. Maybe. Because he's willing to go with it. But um, um, either way, you're getting a lot of money in there if he has Jack, Jack, Jack. That is, that is true. I mean, a heart could come on the turn if it checks through. Yeah. That would be the only way you don't. Right. So if leading makes it so that doesn't happen. Right. right. Um. So leaning isn't bad that way at all. I don't hate a lead at all here. We make sure we get three streets of value when our opponent actually has like two, two black aces. If our opponent, opponent somehow has two red kings, they're not going to raise us, I don't think, at no. any point. The problem is it's almost impossible to get raised by leading, right? So you can never get four streets of value. You can only get three. Sin's stack depth, though, is such that three streets might get us all in. Oh, that's interesting. Well, let's see. There's 1,100 in the pot. Yeah, and so, Sin's got like uh, 13K back. So if we bet like... 
700, which is kind of bigish, but whatever. Yeah. We bet 700. He calls. That's going to put 2,500 in there. I don't think we can get all in. We bet, we bet big on the turn. We bet 2,000. Yeah. Now we're at 6,500. We just can't get there. We're going to have to bet like 10,000 on the river still. Yeah, you're right. But, uh, but we can get a big chunk of his stack if he's got like two red kings or something like that. Yeah, which we should be able to get anyway, but I think another heart coming hurts us there. The question is, if we're going to bet this hand, what are we betting as a bluff? Because we need to have some leads that we're bet folding. We Eight. can't just be bet calling and bet raising. We need to have some bet folds. If we bet folds, huh? Because I'm thinking like the Ace of Hearts is obviously a good candidate. Well, yeah, that's not a bet fold either. Right. right? But maybe, if, if, maybe the King of Hearts can be a bet fold. Huh. That's not terrible. So we have plenty of combos that include just the King of Hearts. Yeah, we do. Okay, yeah, because if we get raised, like we're up against either the Ace of Hearts or a made hand almost yeah. always, and we don't want to. Right, the King of Hearts isn't it's enough to rock and roll with that. Yeah, and some, sometimes you know we'll have equity, but not a huge amount. Yeah, and it's fine. Okay, cool. So neat. So I mean, we can is, we we have some lead, we should have some leads here. We shouldn't obviously we need to sometimes check too. Right, but we should have some leads. This here. is all predicated on the idea that Johnson is probably not going to bet unless he has a big heart in his hand. Yeah, or a set. The other thing I'll say is this is a hand maybe we could be a little more apt to check rather than lead um, compared to other flushes because this is the the best flush. I actually right? was just having the opposite thought. Really? I disagree with that. Oh, good. How come? Because we know that Johnson doesn't have the ace of hearts. Uh, when we have this so he doesn't have any bluffs yeah. there. That's a really good point. That's it. I mean, if he has the king of hearts, sure, but he's going to have a lot more ace of hearts than king of yeah. hearts in his hand for sure, right? Um, huh. Okay. Fair point, fair point. I mean, I think Johnson can easily have ace-10 off here. So having ace... ace I mean, we have the ace of hearts, but yeah. he, in theory, could have ace of hearts, 10 of X. In theory. And stuff like that. So he can have, he can have a lot of ace of hearts if we didn't have that. Right. right. Um, so that makes me want to lead this more. Right, because he's going to bet a little less. Yeah. Right? If he has ace-king with the king of hearts, he might bet it. He might. But he, but he also might check it. Yeah. And also, it's going to be hard to, get a, to win a big pot almost no matter how we play it, right? Right. Because the, the problem with checking also is, at some point, we have to show our strength. Yep. And so unless he has a monster... It's over anyway, right? right. So is, if he isn't going to, like, if we're going to check raise, let's say the flop. Yeah. Because we want to check raise early rather than late. Let's say we've decided that. We could also decide to check call, but let's say, and check raise later. But let's say we want to check raise the flop. We might just fold out a bunch of stuff that actually would go call, call, call. Yep. And boy, that would be rough. Like, two black kings does not have an easy decision if it gets check raised on this flop. I mean, it's always calling the flop. <sighs> always. I, always, always, always. I guess so. Unless we have no bluffs. It's always calling the flop. Because yeah. it's going to be like, you have the ace of hearts a lot, right? Like, come on. You, I guess. you can't just go folding over pairs, like, for one raise. Yeah, that's why you don't bet two black kings. Right, exactly. You don't, because they're all... that, And that goes back to why maybe a lead does make yeah. sense. Yeah, I think I like a lead. A lead to get, uh, to get three streets yeah. against the under-the-gun range, which is going to happen sometimes. Yeah. That's cool. Having the ace of hearts does make it a lot harder for the under-the-gun range to call us, because he's got less stuff, which he can call us with. But still... That means he's probably checking a lot anyway. Yeah. Luckily, he has a hand he's probably not going to check, as nope. it turns out. If we check, which it turns out we're going to check. Yeah, Marshall Mathers does check. Um, John Sin is going to bet. Yeah. Should he? He bets 500. He has Queen Jack with a Queen of Hearts. Jack, five, deuce, all hearts. I think he should bet. Most, I like betting. Just pure value? Yeah. Like, we have top pair. Um, the Queen of Hearts is sometimes going to be our safety valve. Sometimes yeah. it's going to be a blocker. But we have enough of a hand that um, we can get value. We can deny equity, like lots of good things can happen when we bet. And we're not that afraid of getting raised, right? Yep. Like we I, have enough to, to hold on. I 100% think we should bet yeah. because I think it does make sense to check back 
two black kings and two black aces in hands like that, non non heart big pairs, and even like ace jack with without a heart hands like that. Mm-hmm. I think all those all all make sense to check. So we have to bet with some things, and this makes a lot of sense. Any any jack with a big heart or overpair with a heart. Yep, I think we can also bet some of our flushes. Yep. Not that we have that many, but we have some, and uh, and also check maybe the nut flush. Yeah, because we're gonna have most of our flushes are gonna be nut flushes anyway. Maybe not most, but a bunch of them are going to be not flushes yeah. when we're opening under the gun. But we clearly also have things like 8-7 suited, I think, if we have queen-jack Yeah, off, I think so. And all those. And so we should bet all of those because they're more vulnerable. Right. Cool. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it makes sense to include this in the betting range. Right on. It's probably the literal bottom of the betting range. Um, yeah, I don't know. If he has jack-10 with the 10 of hearts, I don't know if he's if betting he, or if not. If he's opening that, sure. But I, I was imagining this mm. might be the bottom of his I would hope connected, it is. unsuited opens. I would hope it is. Yeah, but me too. I don't know. I was surprised he opened this one. Yeah, so. me too, which is why I'm giving it as the bottom of mm-hmm. his. So, yeah, I think this is the literal worst hand we bet. Okay. But it makes sense to bet. Sure. Bet's 500, king-7 folds. All right. Here we are. What do you do as peanut M&Ms over here? Man. Okay, well, he bet. So that means one of two things, right? He's probably got something he can really hold on with, or he's going to probably have almost an insta fold, is my guess. Because we think he's going to check all his like medium, medium to good strength hands that yeah. are going to be in like a tough spot here. Right. They're trying to avoid this tough spot, so he's probably got an easy decision either way. So he's somewhat polarized. Polarized doesn't mean super strong, but equity wise, in his mind, where he's got like king jack with the king of hearts, king king with the king of hearts, or he's got you know just absolute zip and pip, as Vince would say. Ah, yes, right. He's got like two black threes or something like that. Seven, it's just like, oh, I'm just going to take a shot because I got nothing going seven, on. Seven, eight of spades. Yeah, I got yeah. nothing at all. I'm not, like Sometimes you guys just fold, right? Yeah. Cool. Like, I hope no one has the ace of hearts because I have a lot of ace of hearts here. Right. Right. Um, so the question is, I think probably three ways he's betting value more than he is bluffs here. Or at least he's got a fair amount of value that he's holding on. Right, because he wouldn't expect too much fold equity against two players. Like, one of them's going to have either a big heart or a jack enough of the time that you, mm-hmm. don't, get, you don't get it through. I think the other consideration would be um, if we're the type of player who really is going to check raise against the under-the-gun range with just the naked eights of hearts here. Yeah. Because if we are, then we should definitely be raising. Yep. But if we're not, I don't know what else we're raising. What bluffs do we have? I'm yep. concerned about that. I agree. That makes sense. So, so what does Johnson think about us, and what, is, what has he seen us do? These matters. are all good things to be thinking about. Here's what I'm thinking about, actually, which oh, yeah. is kind of a different thing. Let's assume that uh, Double M does raise okay. for, for a second. If you're Johnson and you have the Queen Jack with the Queen of Hearts, you're going to call. You are. Do you want a heart or not? You, I think you literally have no idea. Yeah. You just don't know. You're like, well, either I'm way ahead or way behind, right? Yeah. Like, I've got pretty good equity here, or what, I'm screwed. What, what runouts are you more likely to call on, I guess? A runout that includes a heart or a runout that doesn't include a heart? I think a runout that doesn't include a heart is better for us. Because now we have a blocker to the flush, which is what our opponent is repping, versus... If a heart comes and he still bets, now he has the ace of hearts a lot. Yeah. Because, like, otherwise we have the ace of hearts a lot. Well, how can he bet? Right. Because he should be worried about us having it, right? Yeah. So I'd be, actually, I would, if he's going to go three streets, I want a heart not to come. Yep. I think that's got to be right. I agree with that. Okay. That's a cool thing to think about, though. I don't know if it's enough to actually call three streets, but it would at least be better than if a heart did come, I think. Yeah. Yeah, it's got to be better, right? Because yeah. at least there's a very natural bluff that our opponent has. Right. When the heart comes and he bets again anyway, what was this all about? Like, yeah. is he taking a set and turning it into a bluff on the river? That doesn't make any... That's very unlikely. Yeah. Like, because a lot of times it's going to go check, check. We're going to have ace, queen without a heart. You know, maybe not a lot of time because I don't know if we really bet that. But, you know, like, it's going to go check, check a lot on the river and a set can win. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, anyway, none of this comes into play because Double M decides just to call. Okay. 
So well, I guess he doesn't want to try to balance too much against this range, and it, it makes sense to, to just play it this way, I think. He may know that he just doesn't have very many bluffs here, and so, like, this is, it's just, like, too much, you yeah. know? It's just too much to make this raise. Or, the other thing, of course, is you can't always raise with the nuts here, right? You have yeah. to sometimes check call, because it has to be in your range at least a little bit so you can threaten that. Yep. So when you make the play later on as a bluff, if you just have the naked ace of hearts, sometimes you can call here too mm-hmm. and raise later. You always just raise the naked ace of hearts and don't raise your, you know, like it, it gets it gets ugly. You, you need to be somewhat balanced. Yep. Anyway, we don't know what the balance situation is for double M, but he's going to call. Yep. Pot's 2,100. The turn is the four of diamonds. Yeah. So double M now has a pair and a flush. Very important. I mean, you know, it sounds better. It, it sure does. Um, I guess that matters in double board. So five jack deuce. Johnson has outhouse diamonds. Outhouse diamonds? Well, there's backdoor diamonds sometimes, but he doesn't even have backdoor diamonds. Ah. There's one card to come. He's only got two diamonds total. So he's got outhouse diamonds. Like, eventually, if you go through enough doors, eventually you'll get enough diamonds that you so can get So he needs there. there to be more than an ocean. There needs to be a card after the ocean. Yeah, the outhouse. The outhouse. But backdoor does not refer to the street. <laughs> well, the outhouse does. And by the way, it doesn't refer to the sixth card or the seventh card. It refers to the eighth card. Okay. There's a seventh card we haven't even gotten to. That's a whole other thing, though. This is for future analysis. Clearly. Okay, sorry. All right, four of diamonds <laughs> should rarely change anything. Yeah. Sometimes double M makes two pair or a straight. Yes, double M is the guy who this four helps of yeah. the two of them. It's possible. So double M's going to check again. Yeah. Just hoping that Sin has a hand he can continue betting. Mm-hmm. Does Sin have a hand he can continue betting? I think he does. I think he can bet this. My intention would probably be to bet this and check it back really quickly on the river. What if, Most a, of the time. what if a heart comes on the river? Okay, that's different. You're right. If a heart comes, I would probably, because the big, it's the big blind range specifically, I'd probably go for thin, small value. Try and get called by like um, the medium heart that he probably has a lot. He probably has a lot of pair in medium hearts um, that, I could, that I could at least would consider calling, you know? I don't know. I think an ace or a king of hearts or a slam dunk bets on yeah. the river, but I don't know about the other hearts. I mean, the ace of hearts isn't often going to go check, call, check, call. I, I mean, that card coming on the river. Okay, but if a king comes... Oh, no, 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 I understand that. Okay. But I'm saying if those cards don't come and another heart comes, yeah. but he'd gone check, call, check, call, he just doesn't have a, the naked ace of hearts that oh, often. Oh, yeah, okay, I see what you're saying. Right, now he has a pair with the ace of hearts yeah. and can call. But also, I think we have a pretty easy bet fold, like in that spot, too. Yeah. So we can bet small-ish. Like, that doesn't mean we don't... Like, we can do that with the nuts, too. We can do that with the ace of hearts ourselves if another heart comes. We, could, we still might bet small trying to get called by targeting the same range, you know? So I think, I think we should bet if a heart comes either way, but, you know, we have to tread lightly, of course. Yes. Well, let's see what happens here first on the turn. Okay. Sin bets 1,200. Yeah. He does go for it. I like um, that. Do you like that? I, I'm in between. I think it's basically like a two-street hand. Like, I don't, I don't really want to go for three streets right. too often with this hand. So we, we could mostly check back the river if we get called here. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm concerned about hands like Jack-10 with no heart folding now. Right. It, they might. They might. That's true. Now, this guy has like $160,000 in front of him. We're betting 1200 as Johnson. To him, it may just be like, may feel like an easy call with top pair still. You know? I mean, if, if this guy is actually competent and good, yeah. he's not going to be thinking that way. He shouldn't be thinking that way. Yeah. yeah. That's true. I don't like when you bring that stuff up on the I know. You I, hate really, that. I, I really like cheapens our analysis, I feel. Well, it depends on who your opponent is, though. Like, there are people who absolutely act that way. Right. right? But sometimes you say it kind of as advice, sort of. As advice. Like, if the money really matters to you, X, X, Y. Yeah. And I don't like it when oh. you do that, you know? I'm trying to... Well, I understand, but I'm not trying to... This is your performance to, review. Yeah, finally, we got to it. Yeah. Go ahead, tell me more. 
<laughs> I don't like your shirt. Yeah. It's too yellow. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. I don't, you know, I think the thing that, um, which you never comment on during the podcast, which I say, and I, maybe you feel this is the same thing or not. Let me know. Sometimes I'll say stuff like, as the, we're the chip leader, we can afford to call here. Oh, no, that's different. That's different. Okay. Because term in, term in life is a huge factor yeah, in that I, case. I agree. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, you I don't, think... You don't see the difference? I do. I okay. was wondering if you did. I was wondering if this is part of what you're referring to. No. That's no. all. Um, see, I turned it around on you pretty quickly. Though. Oh, yeah. Um, I would say that it's important to understand that not everyone thinks the way you're talking about, and like these are, should all be considerations. That's okay, all. I agree. I think I just used this inflection point here yeah. at this moment where you brought that up yeah. about the opponent, which does make some sense to talk about that. Sometimes <laughs> you bring it up as like, if you feel like the money matters a lot to you, yeah. it, it should affect your decision one way or the other. You have in the past said that. Oh, not that it should, but that it would probably. You know, like if the money matters to you probably. Oh, no, you're right. I guess I do say like if you really care about this, then you should do this first. Yeah, that's true. You're right. And I don't like that. I mean, not everyone's like they pros make crazy ICM decisions all the time. But you think that's fine, right? It's the same idea. ICM is different than actual life money. Like if, if the if the math adds up from the tournament perspective, then it makes sense. Actual life money. You should never be thinking about that. In poker, if right. you bought into the game and it was reasonable for you to buy, in I game. agree with that. Yeah. I completely agree with that. But I, I will push back a little on the ICM stuff. Okay, um, the math doesn't always make sense when you're using actual ICM. Oh, if you're doing it perfectly, yeah. yeah. But I'm saying like we watch really big name pros. I feel like all the time, sort of wither in ICM spots. And you think that's analytically correct? I do not. Neither do I. Okay, well, fine. I'm glad we got there. I'm glad we agree. Yeah, we, and I've never right. said that I did. Well, fine. I don't care then. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All anyway, right. back to the hand. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, since betting 1,200, do we raise now as double M with the nuts? Okay, the fact that Sin decided to bet again tells us he has sometimes the ace of hearts. Oh, just, no, nope. we can't have that. Sorry. A lot, a lot of king of hearts in his hand now, He's actually. got a lot of jack, king, jack, queen, king, king, queen, queen with a heart. Yep. Maybe he can still have a set also of jacks. He might yeah. bet twice with that. Yeah. Um, I don't know what else he can reasonably have. Probably other sets if he opened with queen, jack off. He might have some other... He does. In fact, he has some other flushes. Yeah, he does. Nine, ten of hearts. Hmm. Okay, and then, and then maybe he has some bluffs that he decides to follow through on. Yeah. Um, he bets twelve hundred into twenty one. Okay, so if we have the naked ace of hearts, he's not, we're not getting the right price anyway. Just a flat. It is actually kind of hard to construct a bluffing range for sin when we have the ace of hearts in our hand. Yeah, it like, really it's is. Just, it's just like he's randomly taking a shot with eight high for not really any defined reason. Right, and is he going to do it again on the river? Maybe if he's put himself yeah. that far into it. But it feels like more of the time he's got a pretty good hand that yeah. may feel like it can really withstand some some action. Now, can this hand withstand some action on the turn I if we raise? I think that's a great question. Like, if we make it 4,000 here, or yeah. 3,500. Yeah, what is he doing with Queen Jack with the Queen of Hearts? Wow. I, I mean... Go ahead, you go first. You got to call with some things. Yeah. Uh, I guess the question is, as Sin, we don't know that the Ace of Hearts is in our opponent's hand necessarily. Right. So we can call with the Ace of Hearts and in some spots. Is it better to call or shove the Ace of Hearts? Maybe shoving is better. If it's if we don't have anything with it, uh, I mean, once our opponent check raises and they don't have the Ace of Hearts in their hand, they have a pretty strong range. Yeah, but so are they going to call with the eight high flush? I mean, let's not to get into the money piece, but we we're not super super deep. No, so that, I don't I don't that, I don't think we're going to fold. I don't think we're going to. That's gonna, not getting into know, the money I know, piece. I know, I know, I know. I mean, <laughs> that actually has to do with the game. Yeah, no. So I I don't think we I don't think we should think we've got enough 
full equity, if he makes it 4,000, we have like 12,000 back total. We start the, start the turn with 12,000. That it's going to, like making it 8,000 more and not, we're all in, it's going to fold out anything strong. You're not folding the Ace of Hearts. No, I think, I think we're probably calling with the Ace of Hearts. Well, part that of the idea... terrible. Well, let's remember, we're in position and we can make a play on the river if our opponent checks. I mean, if... That's the, part of the reason that, why we can call. Yeah, I mean, he's going to have to check, which is... I mean, if you have a flush, you might as well, if you're in double M spot and another heart doesn't come, just say, like, if you got me beat, you got me beat, I might as well put mm-hmm. the rest of the money in. Yeah. But what we get to do is we get to beat um, a lot of the, the draws that decided to take a shot, like the king of hearts, basically, that decides to take a shot at us um, by flatting. Yeah. And gives up. I think there's going to be a lot of give ups by bluffs on the, the things that bluff the turn when we call and we've only got 8,000 right. back. So then we can include the ace of hearts in our calling range. I think so. That's okay. not value, though, right? Yeah. This is value, at least. Like, we can beat the naked ace of hearts here. I think we're supposed to call. So that we, makes me want to raise this double M, then. Yeah. If we think Sin is betting, like, sets and queen jack plus with a heart, that range, if we expect that range to call with a heavy frequency, then this is our chance to maybe be all in on the river. Mm. It, it, part of it, again, comes back to our own image, too. Yeah. Like, if we're seen as a crazier guy, we should be raising more both on flop and on turn. Yep. And if we're seen as the tight, careful, don't ever put money in unless you think you got it type spot, we should be less apt to raise I, here. I'm doubting we're seen as that guy if we're buying in for 150K yeah. or whatever. And our nickname is Double M. Yeah. No one knows his actual name. No. Yeah. Yeah, so so raise sounds reasonable to me too. Like also, I'd just be worried we're out of position. Like it can go check, check so often. Yeah. In fact, Johnson has the kind of hand he really might decide to check back the river. Yeah. On, right? Um, any of those hands that we mentioned that aren't a flush mm-hmm. really Maybe, might decide to check I mean, back. jack, 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 if a, if a safe card comes, I wouldn't be surprised if it I had. actually think that's one of the worst hands to bet the Because you block top yeah. pair? Well, what if he has like two pair or something like that? I guess you can... What do. if he has a, a set himself? You know, like he can have things. Yeah, that's getting kind of lucky, though. It really is. Yeah. It really is. Um, there's, some, there's some hands he can bet with. This one probably isn't one of them, right? Because he's yeah. going to have over pairs. He's going to have other stuff that can get value out of a lone jack. Right. Yeah. So, so yeah, these are just more and more reasons to, to check raise, I think, yep. ultimately. I agree. I think I like a check raise better. Mm-hmm. But double M calls. Okay. Okay. It's not the end of the world. It's fine-ish. Yeah. Obviously, he's going to try to take an aggressive action on the river. Like, is it going to be leading? We don't know. We'll find out. I mean, it's going to be weird. The problem, of course, also is, like, if another heart comes, that can be an action killer. Oh, absolutely. Like, where if, if Sin had flopped a set on the flop or the turn, he may just feel obligated to call almost no matter how much we raise, considering he only has 13. He only started the hand with 13 What if Sin had 7-8 of hearts? Absolutely. Another heart, he might just not put in any more money. Obviously. Oh, if he has a set of jacks, another heart yeah. comes in, we lead, or, or we check, probably no more money goes yeah. in. Yeah, this is just a really good reason. This is also, and being out of position, we give him the options to do that. Yeah. At least being in position, we can make sure a bet goes in. We can't even do that. I really want to raise the turn. Yeah. Doesn't. Calls. Okay. Pot's 4,500. Okay. The board reads five of hearts, jack of hearts, deuce of hearts, four of diamonds, river is the nine of spades. Shouldn't really affect the hand unless double M makes two pair with jack nine. I mean, yeah. Right. That's it. Yeah. All right. Do you want to lead or do you want to check and hope Sin puts in a bet? Wow. Okay. Sin opened under the gun. He doesn't have two red aces. He can have kings. He can have queens. He can have a set of jacks. He's probably betting all of those. I know you're worried. I think he's betting a top set. I just think he is. Yeah. 
Um, even though it's like, uh, what's going to call me? Still, it's just too strong not to bet. No, I think I, th- that discussion was more about if a fourth heart came, which it did not. Oh, oh okay. A fourth heart? No, he's never yeah. going to bet it otherwise. Um, so he probably has a lot of bets here, I think, still. Not this hand. Does he have a lot of bets or not? This is sort of what we were talking about on the yeah. turn. How many bets does he really have? He's got the overpairs. I think he's going to bet the overpairs. He'll bet his flushes. He'll bet his flushes. He'll bet queens. He'll bet kings. Yeah. If he has two black aces, I don't know what he's going to do, but he probably doesn't take this line with two black aces anyway very often, and that he probably checks the flop. It's like three combos of kings and three combos of queens, though, right? It's only the ones with the heart. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Okay. Um, Jack, Jack, Jack will bet, but there's three combos of that. Yeah. Um, Other flushes will bet, for sure. Okay, what bet's the turn that's checking back? Probably this hand. Um, If he has Jack... 10 with the 10 of hearts and decided about the turn, he's definitely checking back. And decided back. to open pre-flop. Yep. Which seems... we have to at least say is at least possible because it's one pip worse than the actual hand he yeah, has. Yeah, but you got to draw a line somewhere. We just don't know where he draws the line. Yeah, but it's the likely line. I mean, you would have said, you would have, if he had opened King Jack, you would have said that was the likely line though, right? And it turns out Queen Jack's in it. We don't know where his line is. It's probably It's not same. entirely fair to say he can't have King Jack 10 here. It's, we just don't know no, that. No, but it, you wouldn't really put him on it that frequently. I would not, but I wouldn't have put him on this hand either. Yeah. So that's my point. It's so you weird. think he's probably not betting King Jack and Queen Jack with a heart and not betting Jack 10 with a heart if he has that. And I don't think so. Partially just because he has so many other bets. Um, if he has the naked ace of hearts, is he always betting that? Probably. He's probably yeah. going to go bet, bet, bet. Yeah, right? but we have that. So he doesn't. Right. I don't know. I think, I think checking is actually fine. I wasn't asking that, by the way, about from our point of view. I was asking from his point of view uh, to try and think of, like, what bluffs does he have, how much value does he need, stuff like that. I think the naked ace of hearts is maybe not... This might not be the, the time to do that play. Like, I feel like MM can more easily call a triple barrel than a hand that had a four-street situation. Uh, like, when you have the naked ace of hearts on a runout like this, I'd rather there have been a raise at some point post-flop to really, uh, really... Show, show some real strength. Instead of, yeah. like, MM being like, well, I have to call with, you know... 30% of what I called the flop with still. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's too Even much more. for me to really go for it with the Ace of Hearts. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, 30%. That's actually right. Um, yeah, so... Uh, okay. So then what, is sin, what are Sin's bluffs? You want to have... In theory, you'd want to have... If you're making a pot size bet, you'd want to have like uh, two to one bluffs to... Uh, yeah, I don't Sorry, think, sorry. Value to bluffs. I think... So when... Is this when we're... Unaware of yes, double we're hand. being sin. Well, well, then well, it's bluffs are, to... they are the ace of hearts. Yeah, I just don't like it. Like because yeah. he just had because what else does he get here with his bluffs? Yeah. right. It's really hard to come up with anything. No, you're not really going to go for it with king queen with the king yeah. of hearts, right? Right. And so, so we're picking um, ace of hearts x combos. Probably not all of them. That's probably too many. Maybe not. I don't know. It's close. Yeah, something like that. Probably maybe maybe not all of them. So we maybe also just think about how sticky is this player. You know. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're going to have some bluffs there. I don't see how Queen Jack can be part of our betting, though, having said all that, because we have to have some checkbacks. Well, what else are we checking back? We're still talking about MM's decision here, though, right? Like, should he lead or should he check? Of course, but yeah. if he checks, like, like he's got a part of the decision is like, what is Sin able to bet on the river right. and what isn't he? But if you think he's betting Queens and Kings yeah. and with the heart and Jacks. Yeah, and flushes. Like, and flushes. That's a decent amount of combos. It is. That we're getting extra value It out really of. is. It really is. And they're and all going to think about calling if we raise. By the way, if we lead, I don't even know what Queen Jack is going to do. 
Like, it's not great. Yeah, it's not great. Like, when the person suddenly goes, check, call, check, call, lead, unless they are the type of yeah, person who does that with missed draws. That's a good point. That's an element that we haven't really considered yet. That's like, we're talking about it as if he's definitely going to call. This makes me want to check raise even more now. Yeah, I think so. I think that's the right idea. Yeah, because, like, he may fold those marginal hands that we're trying to squeeze it better out of any, every, anyway. Everything that we that would definitely call is going to definitely bet, I think. Plus, we get to add in bluffs. Yeah. And sometimes the check raise gets called, so we get more money that way. We have to check raise. Yeah. Cool. Not going to get to, right? Because he does check. Sin, of course, is going to check back. I think he's going to check back. Nope. No, of course not. Yeah, of course not. All right. It's a breakdown hand. Sin is going to bet. Yeah. Queen Jack with the Queen of Hearts. Yep. This is obviously incredibly thin if it's good. Incredibly thin. Is it possibly good or is it just too many? We're betting too many hands. My, my initial hit is we're betting too many hands. Uh, if we think MM, double M, is a, uh, a calling station... I guess we could go for some thin value. Like a here. serious calling station, yeah. like he's going to call with a five. Yeah, he's calling with, he thinks like he's, a, he's just going to put us on the ace of hearts yeah. and we're barreling, which, you know, we really are going to barrel sometimes with the ace of hearts. Yeah. And he's going to call way more than he should. Like, even though like we're going to have our, our frequencies correct, he's just going to call so, so, so much that we don't want our frequencies to be correct. Anyway, we want to add a little more medium value here to get called by, by stuff. Okay. That, that's all I can think of. That's the only reason I can possibly come up with to bet this. Right. Because we do have top pair, but we were under the gun. We're over-repping our hands. Yeah, and having top pair is is a lot worse than having an over-pair here because we block him having top pair. We do. And when he calls, by the way, like, we're often beat. Forget about raising. Like, he's got the nuts. He's going to raise us. But, like, we're often beat anyway. Yeah. Unless he's just a massive station. Right. Which maybe he is. It feels too thin. Like You either have to check the turn or check the river, I think. If we had ace-jack, it's at least more of a reasonable bet. Still close. Close, but at least there's like we beat King Jack. Yeah. We don't chop with Queen Jack. Like there's some better things about it at yeah. least. But still, even that's that's close. This feels super thin. This honestly, since been like right on the edge the whole time with this yeah. hand from opening gun with like starting. I said opening gun. I mean like when they shoot it for the race. Not yeah. like I'm not trying to say under the gun. Um, but like from the very beginning of the hand, right where he decides to open UTG with Queen Jack off. Like, he's just like, I'm going to get the thinnest of thin value against you fuckers, you know? Yeah, I guess that's what's going on. I mean, the flop and turn better reasonable, for sure. But um, still, this is like, wow. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah, it feels like a mistake to me. I think it's a mistake. Now, he must know as he's betting, like, this is really thin. Right? Yeah. You have to be thinking that as you bet it, right? Like, of course. Like, this may be bad. Yeah. Like, I'm going to try. It's really close. No matter what, he's got to be. Th- he's good enough to know that, yep. of course. So fair enough. It's not going to work out. He does. He bets 2,200. Yeah. Is there any raise other than shove that makes sense for no. Double M to do? Sin has 11,400 before he bets the 2,200. I don't think there is. I think a shove is going to get called almost the same amount as a yeah. $6,000 raise. When we, had, when we had the naked ace of hearts, if we were ever going to play a bluff like this, you know, we would probably shove it. We probably wouldn't make it 6,000 yeah. anyway. Like, let's go for all of it. It's got to be, from an expected value point of view, it's just got to be better. Yep. All right. He shoves. Cool. 11,400 total. Yep. All right, Johnson. Well, <laughs> there's a couple things to think about here. Let's be clear. He does not immediately fold. He no, goes into the tank. He does not. Yeah. Which might be more reasonable than it initially seems. Okay. Um, that said, usually, as a rule, if you make an extremely thin value bet on the river and get raised, those are hands that you can fold pretty comfortably. As, as a normal order of operations, yeah. yes. But that's not always the case. Of course not. Sometimes, 
sometimes you you know you have a hand that actually works pretty well in this situation to not fold. Right. Or you're like, so, oh, I've got the right blockers, or the situation calls for this. I think this might be a scenario where the hands that bet as sin on the river and the hands that can call the shove are kind of ordered differently. Like, mm. like this might be higher up in that range. I think, I think I'd rather call it this than a set at this point. Because you have a heart in your yeah. hand. That's possible. What do you think? I think that's reasonable. I don't know if it's... I think it's close. But I don't think our opponent is really check-raising a set anyway on the river, right? Like, so if he has a worse set, he's not doing that. Yeah. He's probably, che- probably just check-calling because we went bet, bet, bet. This also comes back to Which what we think about our... a better call. Exactly. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Um, but that, again, comes back to what we think and what we know about this guy, too. Right. If we think he's at all wide with value, like Jamie Gold, for example absolutely would be check-raising all in with the set here. Yeah. He always over- overvalued his hands. That's a guy we'd, we would much rather call with the set of jacks than queen jack. It's quite a specific reference, though. Like, there's not that many people who overvalue their hands to the extent that Jamie Gold does. That is true, but there are lots of guys who overvalue hands. Yeah. Like, and if, you're play- if you guys are playing you know, bomb pots and double word bomb pots and stuff like that, you'll see there's certain people who are like really extra tight in those spots, and there are other people who lose their freaking minds and think top pair is like the thing to go Okay, but that's, a, that's not exactly a good analogy. You're probably referring to Omaha bomb pots. Not the- only, but, but fair enough. No, yeah. no I, I'm definitely stretching to make yeah. this point. There's no question about it. So maybe that's, that's enough. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. It's just a, a misunderstanding of the game versus... Exactly. And we, we assume MM is not misunderstanding yeah. the game. So... I mean, if you, if you were MM and you had flop bottom set, would you never put in a race? Would you just go check call all three streets? I would probably put in a race on the flop or turn. I think it would mostly be the flop for yeah. me um, if I was going to put in one in at all. If my under-the-gun opponent went bet, 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 I'd be like, well, I, I hope he has two red kings because yeah, he's got the nut flush a lot I wouldn't here. raise now. It seems like kind of... Although he only bets, what, 22 into 45. He's betting less than half pot. But still... I wouldn't raise now. I'd be really worried about what I'm going to get called by. Yeah. Yeah. We don't block the nut flush at all. Is, are two red kings really going to call when I check raise? I, I don't know. know. Well, let's talk about that because yeah. that's a better hand to call with than this hand. Well, yeah. Because we don't think that a set of jacks is going to check shove or really be there pre-flop no, anyway. No, can't be there. So the, the jack oh. blocker doesn't help at all. I say shouldn't be there. Yeah. I guess they could. But. Right. But the jack blocker doesn't really help at all. That's mm-hmm. my point. It's, in. it's really about the queen of hearts blocker. Um, right. With the that's jack. it. So obviously we're not beating any value. That's clear. Uh where does this rank in our calls? Like, we have flushes. Those are better calls. Yes. Those Is the are A-high flush calls. a better call than if we had ace-jack with the ace of hearts? Definitely. Okay. Definitely, because our opponent now can have the ace of hearts in his hand. Yes. Which means it, it gives him more bluffs. Yeah, that's right. So I think that's definitely... Um, more interesting question, is the eight-high flush a better call than king-jack with the king of hearts? Because now we're not blocking the ace yeah. of hearts, and we still have a blocker in our hand, Right, right, too. right. That's like, that's, I think, I still want to just call with the flush. Yeah. Because what if our opponent flopped a baby flush, and it feels like he has to get value? Like, it's not crazy to raise a ba- even well, a baby flush. the five of hearts and the deuce of hearts are both on the board, so oh. it removes a lot of the combos. Well, let's say we have, you know, ten nine of hearts, then, or something yeah. like that, you know? Like, where there are worse flushes. Yeah, yeah, ten nine of hearts, I feel like. We're just going to have to call. Yeah, that's a call. I think we have to call with all our flushes when we get if okay. we get check raised all in. We just we have to call with all our flushes, and we're Johnson. We probably have as low as six, seven of hearts. Yes, right? I think do, we call- do. We have seven, nine of hearts, hands like that. Probably. I now think we do because we have queen jack off. So we have like six, seven, six, eight, right? Seven, eight, seven, nine. That's four combos already. Yeah. Um, eight, ten, eight, nine. That's six combos. Nine, ten, seven combos. Uh. 
Then we have... Maybe Queen 9, maybe not. Let's say Queen 9. Okay. Queen 9, Queen 10. Yep. So in the, they say 9 combos? Was that where we were? So we're at 11 combos? Sure. Uh, king, King, Queen. Yep. And of course... All the, all the nut flushes. Yeah, which is maybe all of them. We yeah. may be opening 100% of suited aces under yeah. the gun since we opened... So we have a lot off. of flush combos to call with. We do. Um, I think the next best hands to call with are probably kings, queens, king, jack, and queen, jack with the heart. Mm-hmm. And we never want to call with the ace of hearts in our hand. Right, because we blocked the most obvious yeah. bluff. Yeah. So is this... So it's the second tier of, of types of hands that we have right now, but is that good enough? Do we have enough flushes that we don't need to call with this? And we have a lot of flushes. And the king of hearts also, we have that. What's worse that we show up here with than the queen jack that isn't the ace of, that isn't just a bluff? Sets. Sets, yeah. right. Sets were folding. Yeah. I think. I assume. And ace jack with the ace of hearts. Right. Which we fold. Right, we can fold that. This feels like it's kind of at the very near the bottom of our stuff here, man. Yeah, it does. I want to fold it. Yep, for sure. Also, here's another thing that we haven't talked about. The line that Double M just took is almost never a bluff. Right. It's so hard for that to be a bluff. But at least we don't have the Ace of Hearts, so we could have the most obvious bluffing hand. Okay, but like only the most creative players have the fortitude to right. go check, call, check, call, check. When they flop the nut flush against the even nut, against the under the gun range, draw, you mean? Oh, sorry. No, no, no the nut flush. Oh, the nut I'm saying because he has it. Yeah. Like, like it's so hard to have that. Now he did it. Yeah. But it's so unlikely. So sorry, it's so hard for it to be a bluff. This sorry, it goes back to what it is the nut flush draw. They just are almost never going to check the river out of position because like they expect a lot of checkbacks when they have the ace of hearts in their hand, right? You think? A lot of checkbacks. They just think they can't win the hand very much to to just check call check call check. So I just don't think we should think that's a bluff very often at all. Maybe Chris Oliver is bluffing there. You Chris know? Oliver, good yeah. reference. Yeah, like that guy can have anything at any time. You know, maybe Faraj Jaka can do it. Yeah. But very few other guys. By the way, I said Faraj Jaka like Faraj Jaka, which yeah. I'm pretty happy about. Oh, yeah, that's wonderful. <laughs> but, um, but like very few players, even really, really good players, are going to have this line in them against the under-the-gun range. Bluff. Yeah, as a bluff, where like it makes so much more sense to check-raise, as we were saying, the flop or the turn. Yeah, you're right. So I think, it makes I think, me want to fold. Yeah, I think we should fold. I'm taken back to the PCA, which I sometimes bring up on this show, where Isaac Barron play, is playing a hand where he opened, I think, under the gun, and there were a few callers, but sh- I'm going to get his name wrong. Srini Srivasian? Sam Srinivasan? Is that it? Mm, I'm not sure. That guy. That guy. He's in the big blind. He calls with, like, ace of spades. And the flop is all spades. And Isaac Barron flops at an open-ender and bets, and everyone folds, but, of course, yeah, Srinivasan. He check calls the turn. He checks river. Isaac makes Broadway and bets the river and gets check raised and really is pained, but finds the fold mm-hmm. because he's like, this guy just never is. How is he ever bluffing here? Right. It's an insane bluff. Right. Like I open under the gun. How can he make this play that, you know, I have all the nut flushes here. Mm-hmm. Of course he has it and folds correctly. And like, I don't know, to me, that was just like such a clear spot of like, it's so hard to bluff this spot. Of course, someone can do it, but it's so hard I don't, as John said, I, all I want to do is throw my hand well, away. Well, going back to your player profiling, though, this might yes. be a different scenario. That was a huge ICM spot. That's a tournament spot. That's true. This guy is probably quite rich. That's true. He bought in for a hundred and some thousand dollars. That's true. Maybe Sin has observed him just 
throwing money around and wanting to win every pot. Okay, well, if that's the case, then we're betting to induce on the river. We're betting slightly well, less than half pot to induce. Was unless he tanks to induce future uh, okay. bluffs, which, which is possible. Possible, but maybe not. Yeah. Who knows? Okay, but maybe we're betting with the idea of like, well, I'm going to bet to try and get value against the calling station, and if he loses his mind, I'll have to think about it. Yeah. I don't know what I'm But doing. that's the only reason that I could see to do what Johnson ultimately does do, which is call. Yeah. And lose $13,000. I mean, he called. That's, you know, in a vacuum, it seems, it seems bad. Now, we don't know enough about Double M to say that for sure. Right. But it does seem like against, against an unknown player, we should not be calling here. Yeah. That seems clear, right? right? But again, clearly Sin thinks this is not a group of heavy hitters in that he's opening Queen Jack right. off under the gun, right? right. That, that says a lot about his opinion about everyone. Yep. It, it just does. does. It does. It's possible this is correct against this guy. But yeah, maybe he's going to win enough of the time here that he just got unlucky this time. Blind to a player profile, though, I, I, would, I would say it's not good. And, and I'll say, I'll go a step further. Taking into account most player profiles, it still isn't good. Yeah. Like, you need it to be a very, like, we're talking like less than 5%, I think, of players could you even really reasonably consider calling with this hand profitably. That's probably true. Probably less than 2%, maybe less than 1%. At least like you didn't call with the Ace of Hearts. That would have been really bad. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So, yeah. That's, cool. Uh, that's how that hedge fund manager made some more money. Yeah. He's like, well, you know, let's, uh, let's short some more, uh, some more video game companies and oh. go broke again. Get some government bailouts. Because Johnson's going to keep giving me money. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing matters. Music is my sunlight, and all I need is one mic. And I can show every single MC how it's done right. Every time I come by, I'm bound to leave them so tired. I'm sipping on liquor, a quitter is what I'm not. We got one life, and I took a minor break, but I'm back to claim the throne. And gonna be traveling the globe, we still have time to make it home. And you-